0: All right, we're recording. We're recording. Welcome back to the Brutally Honest Loan Officer Podcast. We're excited to be here. I am Derek Brown. This is Stephen Brock. We are loan officers in Florida. And today we're going to do it a little differently. We've done a couple of podcast episodes now where we're talking about loan products and rates the market stuff like that um but now we are going to talk about ourselves Ooh. just us just us so give you a little background on who Derek Brown is who Stephen Brock is who the heck um, are these guys yeah how do they have a podcast uh yeah. but Stephen let's start with you man who are you what's your
1: story you know give us a
0: there's
1: a little background so you know the I'm Stephen the birds and the bees, my parents met and, you know, no. Um, so I was born and raised in Texas. Um, I joined the Army right out of high school. I don't even think I was out a month out of high school before I was in boot camp. Um, I was in the Army for nine years, couple of deployments in there. Um, when I got out, that would have been, so I graduated 27, 2016 is when I got out of the Army. Um at that time was newly married. You Where would you meet your wife? When I moved While to Florida. In the so, Army. Yeah, so my let's back it up a little bit. So when I was in the Army, I was in Texas. I was still stationed in Texas. I mean throughout the world, but then I my last three years in the Army, so from 2013 to 2016, I was an Army recruiter in South Florida. Um I actually met my wife when I was here at a restaurant not a bar if i say bar at the bar at a restaurant but if you say bars it Mm -hmm. sounds grimy but that's how i met her um she says i would never leave her alone and never left her side so therefore she was stuck with me i i believe it was different but you know wives are always right um so yeah three three years as a recruiter here in south florida I decided at that time to get out. Um, that would have been at my nine year mark. Uh, my wife was a financial advisor at the time on the wealth management team. Um, I got out of the army, decided to use the GI bill, went to school full time. And a lot of people don't realize is I actually had my real estate license and was a realtor quote unquote, but I was going to school full time. So I wasn't really, it was, it kind of fell in my lap. I was doing it. Um, never really pursued it that much and then when i graduated um from fau that's when i got my mortgage license um just had somebody talk me kind of into it they're like you know what it's very similar you did recruiting the same kind of style of prospecting and all that and of course different people because you know a bunch of high school kids aren't buying houses but different different clientele um Got my mortgage license and never looked back until a couple months after getting it. They're like, Oh, COVID hit. I was like, Oh, what am I going to (laughs) do? I didn't know how to do it, but still never looked back, took off with it. Um, Loved every aspect of the mortgage side of things. Um, You know, that's me You know, work, work work-wise, you know, always increasing and improving every year with it. Um, Learning every ins and outs. I mean, COVID would do that to you too, because it would every day it felt like we had an email at some kind of Guideline was changing on how yeah. we run things.
0: Yeah. Credit score requirements are going up. We've got people
1: in the process
0: under contract, like getting conditionally approved through underwriting, and yet the minimum credit score for FHA went up. Um, and these buyers know we have an unsellable loan. Yeah. So then we were looking at like doing rescores to get them their score higher so that they could then close it. It was there were a couple of weeks there where it was bad nobody knew what to do that was the thing it was just like well and we did nothing wrong because we went under contract and we had yeah. like an approvable sellable loan and then in the midst of that before closing you know guideline
1: changed and it was it was different yeah it, it, it was a crazy time you know um uh, personally you know i already said in the army i got married in 2016 i have a daughter that is eight and a son that's Isabella and a son Joseph that is seven they are technically Irish twins they are about 11 and a half months apart wow so that makes it very everybody I mean they especially now that they're older they definitely look like I mean they look similar they're brother and sister but they look like twins because they're about the same height and everything else so they really really look like it but they're not um I have my wife Nikki we have a dog Kingsley which if you hear snoring ever on here that means he's in the room passed out it's a French bull dog, so he's pretty quiet, right? you got a Frenchie? Yeah, he's over here somewhere. He's, he's sleeping on the other side of the camera, passed out. But you only have one. You don't have six, like Jen Klein. No. No. Gosh. She posted a picture of her walking her dogs, and I was like, I can hear this picture. Yeah. That's, that's how bad it is. Like, I can hear the sound that's going on. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, but that's me, kind of in a nutshell. Love, oh, man. Love it.
0: And you've been involved in mortgage coaching. That's how we met, even though we work at the same company. We don't yeah. tend to really meet other loan officers, um, except maybe a couple of times a year through corporate events and whatnot. Yeah, we're about uh, like two, two and a half hours apart, maybe. Yeah. From where we're at. And through coaching within our company, we met, became best friends forever, and wow. now have a podcast together. Look at us.
1: <laughs> Look at us go. Thanks to Chris Wilson for making us do it. Yeah. She's still not listening. She's still not listening, but one day she will. And she'll realize how much she's missed by not starting sooner. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So what about you, Mr. Derek? What is some of your history with it? Uh, Well, Derek Brown, uh,
0: born and raised in Florida, Central Florida. Uh, My whole life, I have pretty much lived in like a 15- mile radius haven't moved away from that like Um, hundreds yeah (laughs) and um, I was raised by a single mom um, who did everything she could to provide for me uh, which I now know you know later in life what what that means because I played like travel soccer and stuff like that things that were very expensive and I just now that I know the cost of it um, it's kind of crazy that she was you know everything she did for me but Um, raised by a single mom, went to Lake Mary high school, graduated Oh five, then went to college, took a break from college while I was finding myself. Um, (laughs) we could say that, right. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I spent eight and a half years working at Publix, um, and then ended up leaving Publix. Like when you there's a lot of awesome managers and stuff like that in Publix, but just the real retail life. um, I just saw how much they worked on holidays and stuff like that. And didn't necessarily want that to be my life. Uh, But I uh, started working at a restaurant because I went back to school um, and then worked at another restaurant where I became like the assistant GM. Uh, Did that for about five years. And then I got, a phone interview with my branch manager jerry for the mortgage firm um and that's when i ended up getting hired i got put in the corporate office and what were you doing oh uh, shipping dude worst job ever <laughs> that sound like funny. just <laughs> because it was so boring it's like what, it's is shipping? what is shipping people don't
1: they don't understand that
0: that's where like we package loans that have closed and they're to be delivered to the investor and you have to put them in a certain order with certain documents and then ship it to the investor uh, because we've sold that loan to them. So there's specific documents that we have to send. But I mean, it's just doing this papers all day and you, you're you not really talking to people. It was just super boring. And um, there's some people that might be great at it and you know, love it. I did not, it was <laughs> not for me. Um, uh, but I did that for about two months until I got kicked out. Cause I talked to too many people. <laughs> they sent me to the sales side. Then later my wife and I, we ended up buying our house, um, and going through the process, working with a loan officer. Uh, I didn't have perfect credit then. So we built my credit up a little bit. Uh, but just that whole process is what made me realize like I can do this. And I think I could, you know, be a loan officer and be really good at it. Um, so then I got licensed. Uh, I did not close a loan for a year because I was on a small salary and just took the easy route. Um, Then they were taking my salary away, going commission only. And uh, funny fact, January 1st, 2019 is when I started going commission only. January 1st, 2019 is also when we found out that we were pregnant with Audrey. Oh, So I called my branch manager and I was like, listen, I cannot go commission only. Uh, I need a small salary with family. You know, I got a baby on the way and stuff like that. And he's like, oh yeah, no, we can't do that. (laughs) Uh, And I was like, oh, okay, well, Um, yeah. So I ended up not, I did commission only and it was the best thing that ever happened. Um, And that's when I, you know, really started acting as a licensed loan officer. Um, And then just going through that. My wife and I, we ended up refinancing again. Um, We sold my mom's house and we rented that for a little while after she had passed away. Um, And that gave us a little bit of income, you know, because we just had an investment property that we inherited. And then we ended up selling that to build our dream home. So that's one of those things where like my mom, when she passed away, she didn't have like life insurance. She didn't have a big 401k put aside or anything like that. Uh, My only inheritance really was her house. But that house, like when people talk about generational wealth, mm-hmm. they don't think that it can just be like a small house. You know, so it was a three, two, nothing too crazy, but she had paid down the mortgage, you know, over the last few years. Um, so we sold it. And then that's what able, enabled us to buy land to build our dream home. Wow. And we moved into that this summer. Um, I've got my wife, Tony. she's a school teacher. She's awesome um we've got two awesome kids audrey who's four bennett who's one um and that's that's brown town
1: brown town that's what we call it welcome to brown town so So, everybody realizes no matter how charismatic we are on here we are very boring people (laughs) yeah i know i'm trying
0: to think of something exciting um i don't know what's something some people don't know that i've never seen snow really yeah no I've seen like, so I've been in like Jackson Hole, Wyoming in the summer and hiked up to the top of a Grand Teton mountain where there's like an ice cap, but it's just frozen solid. Uh, and then I've been in North Carolina
1: when snow was dusting treetops, but like I've never had a snowball fight or built a snowman. Wow. I will say, I, I thought I was one of the only ones. So like growing up in North Texas, it they say it snows. And if you're in North Texas and that's all you know then yes it's snow but it's actually sleet it's just frozen <laughs> rain. It doesn't rain. actually snow. I didn't see So it, it doesn't stick to the ground and you can't play with it. Yeah. I mean like it, 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 if you grab it it just melts instantly in your hands and everything like you 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 go to throw it and it becomes like a water balloon instead of a snowball. That kind of sounds like cloud beat. It sounds like it sucks because it's it, you like, I've had a snowball fight. Like, yeah, it hits you. Okay. Yeah, that's great. But it doesn't like suddenly melt into your clothes, <laughs> and you're just wet and cold now and miserable. I'm like, why do we even do this kind of thing? Yeah. I didn't see it really, really snow, like snow, snow until I was in Afghanistan, is when we were living in the mountains up there and when I was deployed. And that's the first time I really saw it snow. Did you have a snowball fight? Like, oh, of course we did. Yeah. Of course we did. We were <laughs> stupid. Yeah. We definitely did. But it was great. I can't believe I've never seen. Now we gotta like on a skiing trip or something. I like that. That's my next adventure I want to do. Let's Let's do it. it. We almost did it this year, but we waited too long. And then
0: when we were looking to book it, it was just really expensive. So that's why we opted to do like a little Disney staycation.
1: And then we um,
0: we fell in love with like doing Disney, but staying at a resort out there, to where then like you can like hang out and play at the resort. Yeah. I mean, Audrey, one day, she didn't want to go back to Disney. She wanted to go to the pool and slide and all this stuff at the resort. And it's like, kiddo, we spent a lot of money on Disney tickets, so we're actually going to do that. But uh, we'll keep that in mind for next time, and we'll just stay longer so we can have a designated resort day.
1: Yeah, you you, you have to. Like, you mean, you're real close. We're like two hours away. Um, and I think sometimes when we do the bigger ones, we're like, there is a pool day that's in there. Like, we, we have a pool, but it's like the resort pool. It's just the kids love it's it. It's different. Yeah, yeah. Because one, you can just sit there and be like, "Go." We're just gonna stand over here and watch you. Yeah, but that's us. I don't know. Can't think of anything
0: else interesting that I don't know. We're just guys that live in Florida
1: with their families. I
0: don't
1: know. I mean, we were. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like I said, this is gonna be. It seems so boring. When we talk about ourselves on here. This is
0: our best best podcast ever. Ah. <laughs> uh. Let's see. I've been, so I didn't say when I got licensed, licensed 2008, um, originating since 2019. I hit the 300 closing mark this past year. That was a pretty awesome milestone to hit. Um, so we've served 300 families, um, over the last few years, but I don't know, love what I do. Um, just from my experience with my mom, she bought a house, chose not to pay rent. It set me up, set me up later in life, you know, to have our dream home sooner than later and stuff so i don't know there's a lot of benefits to brothers and sisters
1: just you you what was it just you growing up
0: yep just me just me and mom yeah does your wife have a big family she She does um so she's got three she's got two sisters and a brother um and then four nieces nephews um and then they just got like a big
1: extended family all up in west virginia Oh, that's where she's from. My, my wife is from down here and getting married into that family. She's the youngest out of five. And then at that time, I think the closest niece and nephew to me, like, were the youngest ones were, like, before we had kids, like, 10 or 12. So, like, like I got, I have a nephew that's older than me. I have one that are five or six years younger than me. And I think it's just it's such a big family. Like, when family comes over, like, Christmas or Thanksgiving, it's like, 30, 40 people, it feels like. Yeah, everybody shows. And I grew up with my brother. I have a brother that's older than me, but usually it was just my mom because he's so much older than me. Like he was an adult, but basically most of my thoughtful youth. Right. I mean, going to a big family. Um, what? So I heard this. So, I mean, we're both in networking groups. Um, my networking group, I had somebody bring the thing up. If you could go back and tell your younger self something, what would it be? Hmm. They said 18, and somebody was like, Oh, I would slap myself. And I was like, If I go back and see my 18 year old self, they'd probably kick my butt. So maybe a little younger. Yeah. <laughs> Eighteen. I mean, so what are we saying? Like, that could be really
0: easy. Like, hey, just buy Netflix early. <laughs> you know, like, are we yeah. talking about that?
1: Or is it like, growing um, Netflix came on a CD? To, yeah. Yeah. And you had to, I remember you you had to like turn in the CD, the, the, the DVDs back and forth. But then I remember if you wanted to watch Netflix on they started having the streaming part. You had to have a CD for your PlayStation to put it in to run Netflix on your right. team. I don't know, but I mean, yeah, buy Tesla
0: stock, buy you know yeah. all that stuff early. Um invest in Amazon early. I don't know, but outside of that, um, I think I would have loved getting into this industry sooner. Um, but I don't know. Everything happens for a reason. I think the time I got in was great. Um, everything that I've gone through life and learned, or whatever, has brought me to where I am today. So I don't think there's anything. You know, I'd go back and change. Um, Did you go sh- from shipping
1: straight to LO, or were you?
0: Alone? Oh no, I went from shipping uh, to the sales side. So I was doing like loan partnering and marketing. Um, as was everybody's little bitch boy for a minute. And I mean, from there, that's when like, I started like understanding origination and, you know, how we pre approve people and how, you know, the company works and stuff like that. Um, but the biggest eye opener was when we, we got married in 2016, we bought a house in 2017 and buying a house in 2017 just brought me from early stages all the way you know through um and that's where you know i realized like this is what i want to do um kind of just went from there
1: nice i am yeah. i went straight lo straight commission saying yeah you do? did it you did it the hard way yeah sink or swim i i, I still feel like i'm sinking but it is what it is. it is i love we're it we're
0: always I- treading water
1: that's okay though that's okay you keep building, you keep building, you do it. I mean, anybody that's in any kind of sales position knows that you know, you keep learning and growing. I and mean, that's part of this is get our knowledge out there. Like there's people that have been in the business 20 something years that don't have all the knowledge in the world. And it's an amazing yeah. kind of thing. Well, like, so I have a customer right now. Um, just went under contract
0: this weekend, uh, VA customer. They were talking to another lender which I'm not gonna say the name. Uh, but that other lender was saying that they had to have a down payment because the purchase price was over a million dollars. And um, I asked, so I was like, is that because of like any other reason other than like loan limit or whatever? And they said, no, we've just got to go down because of the conforming loan limit. And I was like, oh yeah, that's not true. Trump changed that rule like three years ago. Yeah. So we you don't have to have a down payment. As long as you have your full eligibility and stuff like that, uh, we should be fine. Yeah, you know, so sure enough, we get all the information in. They're not required to have a down payment. I think they're going to put like a hundred grand down. Um, but $1.1 million VA loan amount, simple. And, but somebody at the other
1: lender was like, no, that's wrong.
0: Well, not so much.
1: What a lot of people don't understand is, so you have the guidelines that come out by Fannie, Freddie, and, and, and the VA and all, all those that are that are out there. But bigger bank lenders or box lenders, I like to call them, not just banks, can put their own overlays on things, right? And say, yeah, the VA says this, but we're going to put this restriction on it and not do it. And we right. get told no, they can't do something, and they think that's everybody that's saying no, right? Um, I know. I like the biggest thing is like. Some of the big banks, especially if they buy them from us, they they will put their own overlays because they just don't want to write mortgages anymore right. from from the the their branches. So it's like we don't they want to buy service. Yeah, we don't we don't want to we don't want to originate loans for the next you know sixty days. So they will put overlays that unless it's a perfect loan that comes in, they won't write yeah. anything else. And people get told no, and they you know don't realize that it's actually they could be told yes. It's just that one bank. Okay. Well that's right. us. The, probably the one of our top episodes of being boring. You know, we went over some guidelines <laughs> before. We're not very Hopefully it wasn't too boring. Hopefully at this point people are curious maybe about who yeah. we are. Who who, who so. the heck is Steven and Derek? What do they do? What why are we listening to them? You know. <laughs> that, that's really it but Thanks, everybody, for joining us. I hope you kind of learned a little bit more about us. Um, if you don't follow us, we're on Instagram and Facebook. We're out there, so follow us. So we're always putting out more information and stuff that's not so boring about our life. Yeah. Thanks, guys. See ya.